Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Feminine Leagues. I am your host, your big little sister, Tierra Renee, and this is my podcast. Hope everyone can hear me get it. Um, I was just talking to God. I was just talking to God, and he told me that I needed to record this. I don't know why, but I'm going to do it. So, let me give y'all a little bit story of what happened. So, um... I am currently watching House of Pain. I'm going through a vulnerable period right now in my life. It's a lot going on family-wise. I'm trying to just basically pick up the pieces and keep going. That's what I'm doing right now. Uh, So, yeah, anyways, I'm watching House of Pain. It's a show I used to watch a lot as a little kid. I just felt like I needed to reconnect with my inner child and I feel like this is the way to do it I feel like currently all right so when I moved into my apartment originally I made my room pink themed um it's like this baby pink color and here I am a year later and I'm realizing well I kind of been realized but I was I guess too afraid to change and I don't know. Something in me just, it wasn't ready. I wasn't ready, and I decided to keep the pink thing. And after a while, I realized that my room was too freaking pink. It was too pink. It was too pink. I started changing up stuff. I kind of put, like, this black theme in my bathroom, and then I remembered how much I love the color black. And then people always try to make me feel bad about loving the color black. You know, like... Ain't nothing wrong with liking the color black. Like, I would always wear black, and people would call me a heathen and stuff like that. Like, what what kind of shit is that? Because I like the color black. What the hell? How I see it is black, when you look at it from a spirituality point and you start getting in touch with yourself, black is a color of roots. Black is a color of your root chakra, you know, being grounded. I went through a lot of things growing up. So naturally, black was just a color that felt naturally to me. It wasn't too hard to pick out. It goes with everything. You know, like, I always felt comfortable wearing black. And that was just my thing. So once I changed the bathroom black, it started, like, awakening something in me. It was just like, oh, okay, okay, okay. So what's next? And... I decided, all right, well, I need a bigger room. So I moved to a bigger room, and I started decorating the room. And um, I realized, like, yeah, the rest of this pink stuff need to go. The rest of this pink stuff got to go. My comforter is pink. It's This light pink color is so pretty. But it's got to go. I've had it for, like, over a year and some change now, like a year and a half almost. I'm tired of looking at it. I have a pink chair. I'm thinking about dyeing it. Get some fabric dye from Walmart. Dye it. Not sure what color. Maybe brown or black. Because I'm thinking about, I have a couch in here. I'm trying to decide whether or not I'm going to throw the couch away or just reupholster the couch. I wanted to reupholster the couch. Buy some fabric and like a staple gun or something. Make that a project. Because I like projects. I don't know. I'm just me and arts and crafts. It's just me. Like, something is just so satisfying about having something in your room that you put together. Like, you didn't buy it. You put it together. So, 
I don't know, it just hits different. But the point of the matter, I got sidetracked, went on a whole tangent. The point of the matter, what I wanted to talk about, this little girl stuff, it finally hit me. I've been trying to date. All right, I'm 21 years old. 21 years young. All right, I'm about to turn 22 soon. I'm starting to come into myself and starting to understand me and what I like about me. Um, I like older men. Not too old, though. I'm only 21. I don't mean, like, 30 kind of old. Like, maybe the most recent person I dealt with, he was 27. So, like, there, maybe the cutoff being, like, maybe 28. And I'm starting to realize, like, although I may be young, like, I have to act kind of, I'm not saying act like I'm grown. Well, not, I said that wrong. Not act like I'm older, but just be more mature about certain things. You know, I can't use my age too much as an excuse as to why. I don't do certain things and then expect motherfuckers who older than me to want to fuck with me because they just going to be like, nah, she's just a little girl. And I don't like that. I don't want motherfuckers looking at me like I'm a little girl. A little girl. I pay my own bills. I bought my own car. I bought two cars, actually. I wrecked the first one. I'm grown enough to admit that I wrecked my first car and I bought myself another car. Um, I upkeep that car. I go to school. I'm a full-time college student getting this degree. I'm a senior. Like, everything that I have, I bought it. I put things together in my life. I do that for me. Like, I want to be successful so bad. So bad that it be stressing myself out. And it's like, I be damned if I let a motherfucker down. Little girl me. You know, like, little girl me. Little girl me? Nah. I do way too damn much for myself to be out here getting fucking little girl. Hell nah. I go to work. I pay bills. I'm in student loan debt. I ain't talking about no light student loan debt. I'm talking like 40K at this point. This is my fourth year of school. I'm sitting here. I'm trying to go get my PhD. Yeah, yeah, I'm sitting here trying to go get my PhD, like, dead ass. Cause it, and it's just like, I be, da- like, I'm saying, like, I be damned. Sierra Renee Marshall's not a little girl. I'm not no little fucking girl. <laughs> like, little girl, I may have my issues. I might be a little, you know, like, I might have my moments, but damn it, I ain't no fucking little girl, you know? So now that I've been, you know, going through that and trying to understand that, I'm really starting to understand, like, all right, so I want a family. I want, like, someone who's going to join forces with me to attempt to break as many generational curses as we possibly can and... Like, someone who wants to do things with me, like, I always said I wanted a garden. Since I was little, since I was, like, five, I remember um, my mom, it was me, my mom, and my little brother. He was a baby. I was, like, yeah, I was, like, four or five. There was, we lived in, it was, like, a trailer, but it wasn't, like, a trailer park. Like, it had a big-ass front yard. 
and there was like a I don't know what those things are called but you know how like in gardens they have like the wooden slat the what are they called the flower beds yeah it was like a flower bed out there I asked my mom what it was for and she said it was for a garden and ever since then I always wanted a garden and I asked her could we have a garden she was just like we can't have a garden here and my ever since I was five I remember that like I always wanted my own garden I'm a plant person now like I am a plant mommy I love my plants I buy myself a plant for fun like i'll go to lowe's just be looking at all the plants and just be up in it because it's just my thing i just it's just something about it you know it's just nature the trees all that plants it's like i'd rather sit around and chill with the trees half the time than go with my bad y'all i got a phone call but yeah i would really rather deal and chill with the trees than deal with people half the time it's just something about nature. Like, I really just, it hit different for me. I feel so much more at peace with the trees than with people. And it's just, like, for me, like, people and social interaction, it could be hard for me, personally. Coming out of COVID, um, I feel like COVID might have messed up a lot of people's social skills, and I would like to be the first to admit that it definitely messed mine up a little bit. I ain't even gonna cap a lot of it. Like, I'm out here in the world. It's been like a year now. I've just been free and out in the world more than a year, actually. And I had to realize, like, how bad I was at socializing. Like, I'm legitimately relearning how to socialize. And it's not easy. Like, and people be getting mad at me. Because, like, it's... Alright, so, with me, I'm a little neuro spicy, okay, little neuro spicy, and it, like, for me, it could be hard for me to hide how I truly feel, or, like, I might say something, and it might sound off the wall to you, but it's not to me, like, you know, like, trying to get you to, like, you might take offense to it, like, for example, I asked someone who wasn't talking to me, like, what their issue was. And they took offense to that. I personally didn't take no offense to it because it's just, like, you the one who want to talk to me. What's, what's up? You know? So, like, that, like, I could be very straightforward with people. And people who don't really have a backbone with that just kind of need to just stay away from me. Because you're not about to come over here with your hurt feelings. Making me feel bad because what I said to you and you needed to hear it, you know, like, no, nah. take your sensitive stuff on. But back to us, I know I kind of lost my train of thought. I ain't even gonna catch to you. The fact of the matter is, what I was trying to get across, what I was talking to God about was dating. I was talking to God about dating, and I've been trying to figure out how to date. And Dealing with my ex, it wasn't a very good relationship. It was very unhealthy. And it was oh, it's just kind of sad because we both did want it to be a healthy relationship. And that's just not how it ended, it ended up. And it's because he had a lot of resentment towards me. And I knew that intuitively. But he kept telling me, like, that's not how he felt. And my bed, I'm over here dusting my bed. 
but he kept lying and saying that's not how he really felt but then would turn around and be mean to me or treat me like garbage and then put on this front for the rest of the world where he would post videos of me and xyz trying to make it seem like we was the happiest couple in the world yada 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 when he wasn't even treating me right but wanted to be in my face constantly 24 7 all the time it was very draining it was a very draining relationship and I thought it was me. Like, it was like, what in the world? Like, what? And I had to realize how much I didn't like him. I didn't like him as a person. I think I told him that. And then here, he got, he had the whole crybaby. Oh, and then I hurt his feelings. And it's just like, ew. Like, looking back on it, it's just like, ew. Like, ew. Like, you played with my heart. You played with my heartstrings. Like, I can't never let nobody do me that bad again. Because I was with a person I didn't even want to be with. And it's a repeated cycle. Because even my first boyfriend, I didn't really want to be with him either. It's just like, ew. Maybe it was the aspect of sex. That's what I started to realize. It's the aspect of sex. Like, once sex get involved, things just get weird. And it's just like, ew, like. I don't know. It's just, I be thinking like, ew, what was I thinking? I don't know. Our relationship started in the wintertime. So, in the wintertime. <laughs> you know, people can kind of cover up and kind of, I don't know. I just, I don't even find him attractive at all. Like, to me, he looks like a big three-year-old. Like. I'm not even trying to I'm not even trying to be mean like it's just like I can't believe I was really with that for six months like and people who when you grow around certain people they try to guess like you out your growth he was that type of person it was just like how you gonna sit here and tell me I'm wrong for being mad I'm crazy for being mad um Letting my anger get the best of me and X, Y, Z. When I get mad at you and I say I don't want to be with you no more and you think I don't mean it because you won't leave me alone. Like, you won't leave me alone. And then you be coming around me. He would come around me and make promises. I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Then he would start fulfilling some of the promises and then after that he would stop. That was it. It's just like, dude, like, look, you want me to go through X, Y, Z with you? I don't even know you for real. Like, that's really how I started to feel about it. It was just like, why am I putting myself in this predicament to deal with all this stuff with this person? I don't even know them, and I don't like them. And I be damned if somebody tell me I'm wrong for that. You know, like, fuck everybody when it come to that and how I feel about things that come to like, how you going to tell me how to feel in my own relationship? If I don't want to be in it no more, I don't want to be in it no more. But with dating, I'm starting to realize, yeah, like, sex, no. Because it clouds your emotional judgment. It sends you to La La Land. Like, I was in La La Land. <laughs> Child, I got me some the other when I 
it was back in like June. I was in freaking La La Land for a smooth link. Like, that's how I get it with. I was in La La Land, y'all. La La Land. Goofy as hell. Like, <laughs> and it's just like, uh-uh. Because when you get sex involved, it really do cloud your emotional judgment. I feel like I be letting way too much stuff slide. I ain't granted. At first, dealing with this person, I was letting things slide because I was trying to figure out the best way to address things without cussing people out. Because, like I said, I had just gotten out of a relationship, very toxic one of that. And it was just like, I wasn't trying to bring that anger, that animosity into something new. So, now I know, like, you just got to tell myself, like, hey, I ain't Like, you know, like, watch your mouth. Chill out. Mm-mm. Like, you know, you got to speak. You got to, you ain't even got to go off and yell. You got to say something when my start getting out of line. Like, hold up. You tripping. You know? And that's really it. Like, chill the motherfucker. Hang out with motherfucker. You got to be able to let your inner child out with somebody, but not say that. You know, you got to just let it be what it is. Have fun with someone, but also know what what times to be serious and what what times to be playful you know learn how to love somebody but you got to learn how to love you before you can learn how to love somebody like you have to do the work on yourself for you to like for it to be healthy but then that's something else that also it's questionable it's like all right so i guess like people who are in relationships that aren't healthy maybe that's just maybe that's what they want like it's confusing i'm still learning i'm still trying to understand it trying to realize it go through it see it i'm only 21 i haven't seen everything yet but it's it's something i'm willing to learn i'm willing to understand because you know, I always wanted to get married, and I had to realize that I had to do some deep, dark soul digging. Like, do I want to get married, or do I want to, like, just do whatever? And I thought back, I had this memory back to when I was about four, four, five, maybe six years old. I was young, and my aunt, she was married to this man, and we were at his parents' house. And I just remember seeing the two of them together. And I think that's when I made up in my mind that I wanted to get married. <laughs> like, for real. I'm not even joking. And, yeah, so I've been going through this soul searching journey trying to figure out is that truly what I want. And, yeah, it is truly what I want. But I'm starting to realize, like, all right, I need to start knowing my worth and start understanding my worth because I get around somebody I think is you know attractive and then sex gets involved emotional judgment gets clouded then things that come along with me trying to grow and learn as a person and growing through my trauma aids on to how people treat me and in reflection i don't get the relationship that i want very much so i feel like i always end up getting disrespected and i'm sick of that and i'm honest i'm i'm gonna be the first one to admit it i was never taught how to be in a relationship i was never taught how a man should treat you. I didn't grow up with my father in my life. 
I didn't have someone who told me, like, all right, so a man's supposed to treat you this way. And, and I didn't get that talk. I didn't, I actually didn't even feel like I would be protected to begin with. I feel like this whole time I might have been searching for my father in me. And it's just like, dang, like, that's not even what I was supposed to be looking for. Like, I'm starting to go back. Something in my mind is just like, girl, take it back to the playground. Because that's, if you already know everything that, like, if you already know, because something in me just knows that I know, you know? Like, if you already know and you doing the soul searching and digging to try to figure out, like, how things are and why things are the way that they are. Like, it's just something just really says, take it back to the sandbox. Take it back to them simple times. Take it back to the times when people used to play, you know? I remember there was this boy when I was, like, four, three, four years old in daycare, and he was just following me around. He even followed me to my class, and I didn't like him, and I was telling him to get away from me. And I feel like I really didn't think the boy was cute, but it was the way that he wouldn't leave me alone that I didn't find attractive. So... Like, I knew that at my four, four five-year-old mind, I knew that. Just naturally. That's what I'm trying to say, like, take it back to the sandbox. Take it back to the sandbox. I never really care about, like, boys and relationships. Granted, I always had a crush on somebody. I'm not going to say I never had crushes. No, I'm not going to say that. I had crushes on men and women growing up. So, I was never really taught how to, what to do with these crushes or how to, like, express these feelings to people or how to, like, I guess I'm starting to realize, like, you just got to take things slow. But when you're someone who isn't emotionally developed and you feel your feelings very strongly, it's hard to do that, you know? So, I always ended up getting with the people I've formed, like, emotional bonds with from like friendships versus emotional bonds because of wanting a relationship and that's how I got hurt a lot I ended up in relationships I didn't want to be in based off of my brain chemistry just liking them as a friend but wanting more not from them but in general ending up with people that just disgust me now You know, I read this book. It's called Why Men Love Bitches. I actually, I felt so passionate, passionately about it. I started a whole book club and made that the first book to read. And because it's just like, I wanted someone to talk about the book with to get like and have like an intellectual conversation about it for real. But basically, what I got from the book, to summarize it, paraphrase, whatever, is that basically just do what I just said. Stand up for yourself. Just chill and stand up for yourself. Like, tap into your inner child and stand up for yourself. And eventually, respect is something that is earned. You know, respect is something that's... Someone gonna respect you if they know, like, all right, well, if I do X, Y, Z, she not gonna wanna do X, Y, Z, so I shouldn't even do that. And then I had to start realizing, like, it's not that men are doing me dirty. I'm letting them do me dirty. I was taught to let them do me dirty. I was taught to ignore 
when men say out of line things. That's like, I feel like that's something that is passed down generationally that I've seen so far. Letting men just say what they want, feeling disrespected, this and that, and letting it go. And being in a relationship with someone you got so much love for, you can't even see that how they disrespect you, how they treating you when they get certain ways. I don't want that. That's a generational curse I want to break. That's why I'm working so hard now, reading all these books, I'm talking to all these people, I'm asking all these questions, because so it's just like, hey, doing all this soul searching, because, hey, I want to be in a healthy relationship. I want a family. And I'd be damned if I be with someone who don't respect me. You know, like, I'd be damned. I don't even deal with my family members if they don't respect me. Granted, I love you, but I love y'all ass from a distance. You feel me? Like, it's like, and I'm refusing to let anyone make me feel bad for it at that. Because it's just like, I want what I want. I want what I want. This is the only life I got. And I'd be damned if I spend the rest of my life pleasing other motherfuckers and they needs. And ain't nobody looking at me. I'm t- I, ever since I was little, I hated that motherfuckers would look at me like, oh, Tierra's smart. She got it. She's smart. She don't need no help. I haven't had help with my homework since I was like, I don't even think I started really needing help with my homework until I got to college. It's like I, I became so self-dependent on myself and figuring out myself and figuring out the world and learning logic that no one even taught me how to tap into me. And that's the part that pissed me off the most. And I feel like that's the anger that comes with just being a woman. Like, I don't even know how else to explain it. It's like, I, maybe that's how women's intuition is built up, but, like, I can really see through the bullshit at this point. And it's like I'm learning to how to stand up for it and how to not let it be prolonged for extended amounts of time because when you prolong it, it feels like it makes it seem as if they got away with it. Or if you don't, it's like you have to know when to prolong things and when not to prolong things. Like if someone disrespects you, you're not to wait. You're not supposed to wait 28 days to bring it up. You're supposed to bring it up right then. Versus if someone pisses you off and you feel like, you know, like you understand what they did. What I do, my issue is I forgive and then just be like whatever, and then end up feeling upset about it later on but it's like I choose to allow myself to get over I choose not to hold it against that person but with certain people especially when it comes to dating and relationships you have to put like a time limit on it so that people understand like to take you seriously like you can't just like one instance I had forgiven someone and I wanted to hang out with them that week and then I found out like something that kind of pissed me off and I gave it some time it was a couple days before we were supposed to hang out and chill so I was still like fine whatever you know we could still chill whatever and this person ended up flaking on me and us hanging out and I didn't say anything about it because it was just like I mean whatever I guess and then now I'm starting to realize like I should have spoke up I'm starting to realize at this point because he would say things like oh well you don't say nothing you don't and I would tell him like I shouldn't have to get all mad and angry and pissed off to get through to you, but now I'm starting to realize, like, I'm about to, like, not to, I'm not saying cuss nobody up, but it's just, like, bro, like, stop fucking playing with me, dog, like, for real, 
basically acknowledge your feelings. That's the whole point. When you love yourself, that's how you show that you love yourself to other people, by acknowledging your feelings and not letting nobody else make you feel like or think that your feelings aren't real or that your feelings aren't true or that you can't feel your feelings. And that was my issue growing up. No one ever acknowledged my feelings for real. No one ever told me that my feelings was valid. And because of that, it with my relationships, I became a people pleaser and I struggled to even see myself. I I thought that's how life was supposed to be. But now I'm 21 years old now and it's just like, bro, I'm the one who do everything for me. I do everything for me. Anything else I do, that's extra. Anything I do for anybody else, I do that shit out the kindness of my heart because I want to. Anytime I reach out to somebody, I talk to somebody, maybe that's the best I could do at the moment. But I'm doing that shit from my heart. I'm not doing that shit for nothing else. I chose to be your friend. So I'm choosing to upkeep this friendship. Am I going to be the only person upkeeping this friendship? Hell no. And that's just it. That's just how I feel about it. It's like I end up in these one-sided relationships because that's what I put myself in a predicament to be in. I thought I could only be in one-sided relationships. And I had to learn, like, no, you deserve to be in a happy relationship where someone reciprocates and does things for you without you having to do too much as much but be yourself. Like, as a woman, I shouldn't have to do hard things. I should be able to do the soft, nice things in life, do the soft, easy things, clean like, I don't mind cleaning up, you know, doing the easy things. I like cooking, et cetera, et cetera, so on. I'm not saying, like, I'm. these are skills I need to be someone's wife. But these are things I don't mind doing personally. It's, it's easy. It's not something you have to put much thought into. It's like it helps you to have discipline in that. It's one of those things that... You know, and then a clean space is a is a godly space. Cleanliness is next to godliness. That's all I'm trying to say. And you have to eat every day for the rest of your life. So what's wrong? What's wrong with it? I wouldn't mind doing things of that nature, things of that sort. And have someone, like, who goes to work and, you know, takes care of the bills and... All I got to do is love them and myself. I would not mind that. I feel like the issue with dating today, everyone's so caught up and stuck in the monetary aspect of the relationship that they don't even see, like, money is just money. Just because you don't get paid money for certain things doesn't mean it's not worth doesn't mean it doesn't deserve money. It doesn't mean it's not, like, an exchange of energy. Anything that you give to someone or you put into someone, it's an exchange of energy. Granted, love freely. I'm not saying don't love freely. Love is free as you want to. But also understand that love comes with balance. It comes with giving and receiving. And you can't give away all of yourself for someone who don't want to receive you because you're just going to end up drained. It's like, 
<sighs> I'm trying to learn and understand now how to implement this in a relationship with someone because this generation oh my gosh and it's like it's hard because I'm a part of this generation and I get caught up in these things too but everyone is so caught up in social media and just things of that sort and it's just like bro you got social media messing your mind up messing up your belief systems what I like to do, I try to use social media to back up my belief system, but at the same time understand what resonates and what don't. Everybody just, like, I guess they picking what resonates with them, but it's also just, I'm not saying I know everything, but I just see so much ignorance. People always have something to say about you. It's just like. people like they always have something to say about others and it's it's something that you have to understand like you just have to ignore it but you get tired of seeing it it's not like you don't see it and then all these celebrity relationships and everyone trying to model their lives after these famous people and just a lot of I feel like it's a lot of mental illnesses going on in today's world and society because of social media. People aren't taught how to accurately view social media. Granted, when I was coming up, I was taught like how to be on the Internet, but no one taught me the emotional effects of being on the Internet and Instagram and Facebook. Like no one taught me how these things would affect my mind and my development and growth as a person. Because if I would have known these things at a younger age, I probably would have, I would have done things differently. I have a lot of self-discipline. And I'm trying to, like, get back into that groove. Especially as a child, like, I, no meant no and yes meant yes. And that's all I'm trying to tap back into dealing with a world that has meaning it isn't always flip floppy back and forth and that's something i struggle with and that's something that can be you know harmful in the dating world when you're someone who struggles with mental illness and you know with me my mind is always constantly racing always constantly racing always have a new idea always have something else to focus on always have something to do like I always have something to attend to and I guess that's normal for everyone but for me it's like it doesn't pause it's like I know and the knowing doesn't go away and I have to like I guess that's the anxious part of it I'll just have it weighing down on me until it's done And it's like, I know I'm going to do it, so I don't understand why I press myself so much about it. But that's just how my brain works. But when my brain is constantly racing and I constantly have so many ideas, I have so many good ideas, too. That's the thing about it. I have so many good ideas, so many projects I want to do, so many things I want to get into that I get overwhelmed trying to do them all. And then I crash, and then I have to remind myself, like, you know, take things one thing at a time. And 
it you just I hate getting stuck I'm learning not to get stuck I'm learning to like allow myself to have my moments but not to allow myself to get stuck and like how to filter my output to the outside world but also understanding that even though my output isn't perfect and won't ever be perfect because there is no such thing as perfection that like I deserve love no matter what no matter what phase of life I'm in That's just something I'm understanding. And the more that passion and fire comes behind it of how much I love myself, it's like it really starts to open up and make me realize, like, sex is just sex. And it has way too much power on its own for it to just be, like, a recreational activity. You know, like, being in college and... Living in nowadays society, sex is something that's promoted, especially casual sex. It's something that's promoted so much to the point where it's just like, all right, well, maybe I could be friends with someone and just have casual sex with them, blah, 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 and blah, 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 blah. And granted, okay, maybe some people could do that, but it's just not good for you. Because think about it, that person having, like, if you don't really have an agreement with that person, they could be having sex with other people, things just get complicated emotions get involved sex alters the chemicals in your brain so you know soul ties are real things of that nature sex isn't just sex it can't ever just be a casual thing because it's something that affects you mentally and the more and more I grow and date I'm starting to realize that because I kind of wish I never would have had sex with the most recent person I dated and granted, after I feel like I learned my lesson, like, this is why you should not have sex and date. Like, I'm really thinking of, I'm dating and, like, going out and chilling and hanging out with people, not having sex. And then just waiting, like, giving it real serious time to really see if someone really cares about me, really wants to put the work in, really wants to fall in love. And... After that, I guess when sex starts to become one of those interests to kind of make it, what's the word for it? Just like, just sex, just let it come naturally, basically. Just discipline, waiting it out. Because the best things that you could ever have are the things that you wait for, you know? Like, when you have a piece of food that you save for a couple of days and then you eat it, it just hits different, you know? Like, when you open, when you wait in the open presents on Christmas Day, it just hits different. And I'm starting to realize, like, that's how it works in dating and relationships and with people and with men. They're, like, it's about brain chemicals, playing with their brain chemicals. They like to They like to earn things. They're earners. They're hard workers. That's why men are meant to be providers. Because they have the limits to be more active than a woman can. Not saying that women can't be active, but 
it's like the woman's body i feel like we're meant to work more mentally than we are physically and men are meant to work more physically than mentally and that's just how that is (laughs) like from my point of view just the basic man and woman this is not to include like other like i don't know I know we're all the same thing, like, we all are under God and stuff like that, but everyone's different. I'm just talking about, like, the basic, regular, regular, masculine man and the basic, regular, regular, feminine woman. So, but, you know, everyone does different things for fun, whatever floats your boat. So, yeah, it's like, Alright, so in dating. It sucks. My feelings are really hurt because this most recent person I dated, I really wanted him. <laughs> I really wanted him. I really been hurt about it. It's only been about a week. I don't know what's gonna happen next. I'm just choosing to leave it alone. But if chances are that he does come back, I know how to do things now i feel like my issue was saying things making announcements before doing my behavior and i have to stop doing that i need to just start doing my behaviors and then making the announcements you know and that's just what i think i'm about to start doing start just doing the talking with myself and doing the action with others because Really, a lot of things are just not worth saying. Sometimes I forget, like, I could have an attitude with people. That's funny. But, no, for real, it's just like, no, I really have to catch an attitude with some people for them to understand that I'm trying to get my point across because people think just because I'm chill most of the time or I try not to. um, I really try not to get angry because I take my anger too far sometimes or like it's harder for me to control the the things that I say so yeah I really try not to get angry if I do get angry I try not to be around people I just try not to be too too much like too social during them time periods lost my train of thought again but yeah starting to realize and open up and starting to see like all right i'm just thinking back on it like i could have did this differently i'm not thinking about it in a way where i'm sad about it anymore it's like i am sad about it i'm not saying i'm not but it's like i'm starting to see like all right well this is the mature point of it if i do xyz next time the next time someone comes along like things will work out better you know taking notes trying doing things differently And just overall, like, seeing. My mom said men always come back. (sighs) It kind of sucks because there was a point in time with him where 
I could have just put him in that position where he he the one who wanted to earn it. And I was kind of just like, nah, whatever. And we ended up having sex. And now I kind of regret it because it's just like he basically offered to fall in love with me. And I didn't get that in the moment. That, it's just like, damn, Tierra. Seriously? Seriously? And that's really why I'm saying I'm about to stop having sex. Because it just it clouds your emotional judgment. It just... Cause, <laughs> I ain't even gonna cap because it was good. Like, it was good. It was probably the best I've had ever. I ain't even gonna cap. It was great. It was fantastic. It, I fell in love. I told y'all I was in La La Land for a month and some change. <laughs> it motherfucking La La Land, bitch. Like, I'm saying, is that deep? Like, and now that I already know, it's kind of just like, dang, like, because sex, sex is one of them things I feel like gets boring after a while if you don't really have the emotional connection. So it's like, dang, not being, I want to like, well, I can't go back, but in the future, I would like to just chill with him and not have sex with him and actually build a bond with him, you know? As a as a friend, we would say like we were friends, but then we'd have sex. So it made things awkward. And then when emotions get involved in X, Y, Z, and then you know you start why you acting weird to me. And then, like, you know, and you know, like it just get weird. It get complicated. That's why, honestly, I wish we didn't have sex. I don't regret it. I'm not saying I regret it. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I had fun. I had a good time. I had a great time, actually. Fantastic. But, like, it's just, it clouded my emotional judgment more than I wish it would have, more than I would like to admit. And I feel like I embarrassed myself. And now it's just like, dang, like, that could have been my husband. If I would have just kept my freaking head on straight. But it's like, I can't beat myself up about it because this is like the first time I actually like paid attention to my behavior and was self-aware enough to understand what I did and how to change it for the next time. Like, I guess what I'm saying is I kind of had to go through it again for myself to understand it, but without like a viewpoint on it from my ex, like the toxic relationship beforehand, being able to get in it. I feel like what kind of did mess it up was the communication. I messed up the communication, which caused him to reflect that. And it was just like, nah. And that's really like why we kind of broke it off. And it's just like, I didn't really know what to do because it. Like, I'm the one who messed up the communication at first, but I don't know, I just feel like as a man, you shouldn't want to, you're supposed to lead, and that was the issue with us, was that he wanted me to lead, and it's just like, how do you want me to lead? It's like, alright, so in relationships, I feel like the woman does really lead, but it's not really like a announced thing, it's more of like an undertone thing, like underneath 
everyone knows she wears the pants, but he comes off as if he does, you know? So it was just like, you want me to leave? Like, how do you want, you supposed to be a man. Like, that's how I felt about it. You supposed to be a man. What you mean you want me to lead? Like, if you want me, come get me. And I, he was basically on the same energy. And then it was just like, I don't know, like, You want someone to chase after you and do all this other stuff and nah, like you gonna talk to me? Or you just it's like I'm not trying to just like say something. He would start a conversation with me and then not finish the conversation, not talk to me for a couple of days and come back. Like no, call me, talk to me, do like I shouldn't have to. I'm not gonna beg you. But really, I just feel like seeing that, understanding it, and just processing it and actually, like, going through it and understanding it. I get it now. I get what needs to happen differently. I'm not sure if that person will come back. I don't know. But I can't sit around and wait my whole life. You get it, like... It's like, move on. I don't really necessarily feel like I'm going to do too much more dating, focus too much more on dating. It's like, I am guess, like, I'll call it dating, but it's more so I'm kind of looking for friendships and building friendship relations, especially with those I find attractive. I feel like that's the biggest goal here because knowing my worth, I deserve to be with someone I find attractive. I deserve to have some eye candy for the rest of my life. (laughs) Like, ain't no way I'm about to get with someone I don't really find attractive fully for real. It was like with my ex, I found him attractive up close and then far away I found him unattractive. And I had to really realize, like, I just didn't find him attractive. Like, his face I kind of found attractive, but his body wasn't attractive. And then, I don't know, over time I just stopped finding him attractive as a whole it was just like it was just gross like that whole that whole experience was just zero zero out of zero we didn't try again no and I'd be damned if someone makes me feel wrong for not wanting to be with him dang I done went on a whole tangent But, I mean, I am talking about relationships. I'm talking about dating. So, like, I feel like I'm just trying to get my my opinions out. I'm trying to say out because I am the big little sister. Like, I'm going through things. I'm living them. And then I'm gaining experience from them and being mature enough to understand. Like, all right, well, take accountability. But also don't let other people's actions make you feel as if, like, everything is your fault. Because people are people. People make choices just like you make your choices. If they choose that that way, they choose that that way. But, yeah, I'm about to start cleaning. I'm about to cook. I got to run a couple errands. So, thanks for 
you know listening to me today y'all hope y'all have a beautiful day and you know stay beautiful stay blessed don't get in no shit all right bye